Hi, thanks for joining us on another episode of Teacher Nerds Podcast. Joe and Ron are self-proclaimed teacher nerds geeking out on all things education. They are looking to move educational practices out of the 1900s factory worker model to a student-driven classroom full of empathetic, creative, and collaborative students who are willing to take risks. Joe and Ron welcome you to join discussions they used to have privately, where they discussed educational tools, techniques, ideas, policies, and much more. Joe is a third grade teacher and Ron a technology teacher for grades three to eight. Thank you for listening and becoming one of the teacher nerds. Check us out on teachernerds.com and that's nerds with a Z. Find us on Instagram at teacher nerds podcast or on Twitter at teacher nerds. And now a word from a sponsor. Have you heard about the nerds? What's the word? Teacher nerds. You can tweet them out on Twitter. You can find them on the gram. After listening to their podcast, you'd be sitting there like, bam! Trying to take the teaching from one level to the next. Reaching up to Canada and down to Mexico. Gotta go. Teaching nerds. Start the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Teacher Nerds Podcast. I'm Ron Nober. I am a technology teacher, third grade to eighth grade. And our partner, Joe, is not with us today, but Joe is a third grade teacher. He's normally uh, my co-host. And we're lucky enough to have John Smith from Book Creator joining us today. Welcome, John. Hey, thanks for having me. So, uh, John, do you want to give the audience just a little you know, background on yourself and, you know, how you kind of got involved with Book Creator. Yeah, sure. Uh, I was a special ed teacher for 12 years. Uh, after that, I was a technology integration specialist for seven. Um, I have been using Book Creator for, gosh, almost eight years, I suppose. And, you know, just had really good relationship with the, the fellows at Book Creator for a long time. And they liked what I was doing with students in the classroom with Book Creator and uh, just kind of kept going from there and uh, got to a point where they said, you know what, we might might want to bring you on the team and uh, would you be interested? And uh, I said, yeah, absolutely. I, I guess it's a little it's a little deeper than that. It's kind of funny because uh, I saw a tweet one day from the book creator team and it said, we're looking for a salesperson to join us, uh, you know, join the sales team here in Bristol in the UK. And I sent a text message to Dan and I said, listen, I'm not, I'm not moving to the UK. Um, <laughs> but I'm interested in this tech, this, this sales position. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? And this was right when, uh, Chrome, the, the Chrome version of Book Creator came around. Right. And, uh, he, so we talked a little bit about it and ended up doing some part time stuff from here and there, uh, here and there. And then, uh, just kind of bloomed from there. And we decided that we we're going to make this official and went full time. Gosh, about a year and a half ago, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been really good. Um, I'm trying to think what else about me. I'm married. I've got three kids. Uh, oh, three or ten, <laughs> six, and three. Yikes! Um, I'm I'm praying that they stay out there uh, for for right now. Um, and I let's see what else. I love golf and I love clean cars. So I'm actually a certified auto detailer on the side. So no I like kidding. to yeah, I like to get the cars nice and clean. Oh, geez, man, Mike. My- you would you would be horrified. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen some bad stuff. Uh, 
mostly my neighbors, but uh, <laughs> there's been some really nasty cars, I will say. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, I, we got, I'm a dog trainer as well. My wife and I run a dog training business and uh, we had a great Dane at one point who was Harlequin. So he was white with black spots and we went to get our car detailed and the guy came out and he said, I got to ask, on the ceiling, there's all kinds of white hair stuck to the fabric of the ceiling. What is that all about? <laughs> and I had to go clean. I used to take the the Great Dane to a like we have a a place out here called Wawa, which is like a you know Seven Eleven type type place. Yeah, and they have a breakfast sandwich called the Sizzly. And I used to take the Great Dane to get Sizzlies on nice. the weekends. <laughs> so so funny funny fact. Uh, so my grandfather used to live in New Jersey. Um, and we would go visit him, uh, you know, a few times a year. And when my wife and I, uh, got married, uh, we decided we were going to go visit Grandpa Smith. And, uh, so we went out to visit him and we got there on, uh, like New Year's Eve. And he, you know, we had dinner with him at three o'clock in the afternoon because that's when he had dinner. <laughs> and then on uh, New Year's Eve by about eight, my wife and I are just starving, right? We're like, we are so hungry. And we went, around his little town in New Jersey, Tom's River, and we yeah. couldn't find anything to eat anywhere. Everything was closed. And then we saw the Wawa, Wawa. and we're like, <laughs> well, we're just going to go to the gas station and we beg a combos or something. You know, I, We had never seen a Wawa, so I had right. no idea what it was. And so we walk in and, and like there's this like glorious like sub bar. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're like, oh, we can get food. <laughs> and so we're just like standing there. And we're waiting and we're like, why doesn't anybody come ask us what we want? Because uh, of the and kiosk. <laughs> we're literally standing there for like 10 minutes and some college kid like walks in. He cuts right in front of us and just starts pushing buttons. And we're like, wait, what? <laughs> so like we go, we start ordering and I'm like, extra bacon. Extra. <laughs> I was like, I was like pushing all these buttons. I think my sandwich was like $42. Right, I don't even right. Like whatever. But we were, we were fascinated with the whole Wawa thing. And then, um, like years later, Sheets came around yeah. in Ohio and we we're just like, Oh, it's, it's like Wawa. This isn't new. We've right. seen this. That was like 10 years ago. <laughs> so. uh, that's pretty funny. So we're, Joe and I, we, we live, we're probably like 40 minutes from Tom's River. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. we're, we're right around there. Tom's River and Atlantic City. Like we, we always tease again about my grandpa. Uh, he would send us to, you know, we'd go to sit down and eat dinner with him at three o'clock. And then by like three forty-five, he's like, okay, what are you guys going to do now? Like, we're like, well, we came to visit you. And he's like, well, Atlantic City's like, you know, two hours, right, an hour right. and a half down the road. He's like, here, I'll give you 50 bucks. You guys go have some fun <laughs> in Atlantic City. And, and we're just like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, he had his schedule and he, right, and right, he right. didn't want us to interrupt it. So he shipped <laughs> us off and we'd go to Atlantic City or uh, we had some relatives in Stone Harbor and Cape yeah, May and yeah. things like that. So. Yeah, yeah, all pretty close. That's pretty cool. We have a little local tie. Yeah. Um, all right, so we'll, we'll jump into our, our two yes mores, one no way. Um, this was this was a tough one. This was we're going to do Star Wars characters. It's time for two yes more, one no way. So uh, usually what we do is Joe and I will go first and kind of model and let you. You bring it in. So I'll go ahead with my uh, two yes mores. So my first one, and I'm going back to the old Star Wars. Like I'm a I'm a kind of classic Star Wars guy. So I had to go with Yoda. I mean, 
it has to be a yes. And my other one, I was kind of on the the dark side of liking certain characters. So stormtroopers doesn't matter what version of the stormtrooper were always just I don't know. I don't know if it was the white, the the plasticky looking, whatever it was. I was always like, they were just so cool, and yeah. you know, it had to be those. And I might get a lot of flack for my no way Ewoks. I was not a big fan of an Ewok. Like it just, I was like, what are these things doing in this whole story? Like <laughs> it just didn't fit for me. So yeah, it was Yoda, stormtroopers, and then no way for Ewoks. Uh, I like it. That's, that's a good one. Uh, so I was, I was thinking deep about this. And, uh, so my yes, uh, was, would definitely have to be, um, uh, oh man, my brain just stopped working. <laughs> um, speaking of dark, right? My brain, uh, was on the dark side with you on that one. And I, and I love the stormtroopers, but my first yes was definitely Darth Maul. Uh, okay. and I, I don't know. I, I mean, I know what it was. It was just like the fighting style, the double sided light, you know, lightsaber. I was like, this is sweet. You know, it was like the best thing about the new trilogy was, was that guy. And I was like, this is awesome. So totally, totally enjoyed that. Um, short lived, but it was, it was, right. it was one of my favorite characters. Um, and then I'm actually, uh, it's funny that you said you hated Ewoks because I was going to say Ewoks, anything oh, Ewoks is, is okay by me. Oh, um, all right. And I, and I don't know why. I just thought they were funny and they had no point. There was right. absolutely no point to them in the movie, but they were, they were funny and cute. And I was like, all right, I'm an, I like Ewoks. I'm hey, cool with go, Ewoks. Yeah. And I even liked their Ewok sequel movies, like the Battle of Endor. And, oh, and yeah, yeah. Uh, gosh, there was another one too. I can't remember, but the little kids that they traveled around with and giant spiders. Like, well, wasn't there I, an Ewok Christmas special? I think there was a Christmas special too. You're right. <laughs> Uh, so I, I, I was totally, I was okay with Ewoks. Uh, right, I didn't cool. know Ewoks. Uh, my absolute no way, uh, I had to think deep about this one because there's a lot of characters in Star Wars that I didn't like and I probably don't even know their names. Um, but I just, I didn't like Count Dooku. <laughs> like I just thought, like this was kind of a character. It was like, you know, you go back into Star Wars, you can remember lines from characters and things like that. I was like, I don't even know what he said <laughs> in any of the movies. You know, I was like the whole movie. I can't even remember what he died. I remember that, right? Um, but that was about it, uh, and I just don't remember. So it was, uh, it was a toss up between him and the, the go to hate, which would be Jar Jar Binks. But right, right, Jar Jar Binks didn't too bother me as much as Dooku. <laughs> so awesome. Well, thanks for indulging us in that. I, I always like to do our, our yes wars. Um, <laughs> so, can you give us a little like, uh, what's the history? Like, how did book creator come about and you know when did it come about yeah so it, it's an actually it's a really interesting story so our founder uh dan amos uh it, it the whole story started with um with him and his child and so his uh wife is actually a children's author and um they had their four-year-old son at the time uh, was diagnosed with dyslexia and he was making, you know, really slow progress in school. And so, uh, you know, the story goes after many evenings of being frustrated and, uh, you know, stuck with homework and trying to get this, this, their son interested in things, um, you know, books about Star Wars and pets and things like that, just doing whatever they could to get him excited. Nothing really worked. Um, and so about that time, um, 
you know, around that 2011 time was when the, the iPad came out. And so the iPad was just amazing. You know, um, kids were super engaged with the iPad. And so Dan was just like, look, here we go. Something awesome. iPad's there. Um, my son loves it. Um, let's find a way to do this. And so they, they took that, that idea, um, of using the iPad to create his own app. And so he created Book Creator. Uh, and it was kind of interesting because at first they had no intention of it being this educational app that it would become, that it was just, I'm going to use this and, and, and build this to help my son. And then from there on, it just exploded. And, um, you know, people fell in love with it. I fell in love with it. And that was, you know, kind of the beginning of it. Uh, cause I had a classroom full of kids that was, you know, like his son and, uh, right. couldn't get them excited about anything and, um, uh, showed him book creator, told him I was going to take their work and publish it online. And that was kind of the, the it. And, and so, like I said, I've been with them almost from the very beginning, just using the app and, uh, was Dan? Did Dan have like a tech background? Was he a, a computer? Yeah, he had worked um, for um, I, I think it was like Oracle or something okay. for a while. Yeah, so he had a little bit of a tech background, uh, and so yeah, he helped build that, and uh, uh, then you know from there, just kind of like I said, just kind of grew. And yeah. uh, Dan Kemp, uh, our marketing guy, joined the team, and so for a while it was just the two Dans, uh, and then they eventually expanded. And, I actually got another Dan um, on the team. I, I had to laugh because at one point I was employee number nine, I think. And I had to laugh because a third of the company was Dan. Was Dan. <laughs> like, like, why not? Right, right. It's like, what was that? Uh, the new heart? Daryl, his mother, brother, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's, that's the way it was. <laughs> um, so I've seen a lot. I mean, I've seen a lot of people using it. Um, for teachers to create content for their classroom or honestly, I mean, to share out to the world. I mean, there are some unbelievable books. Um, but, uh, I think Ragnar or is one of the guys on Twitter has just an enormous series of books that he, he has of like how to guides for Wii video and book creator and Google and, I mean, so like, can you speak a little bit to like how teachers can, can kind of use it to create content for themselves, for their class rather than the kids version? Yeah. The kids, I, I, you know, tools. Sure. Absolutely. Um, and I think what, what's interesting is when I started, it was the complete opposite. Like I had no intention of creating anything for my kids to start. Right. It was all about them. I wanted them I was tired of making things for them right, okay. <laughs> that they appreciate, right? Like it was like, you know, I, I, I found all these really cool writing prompts and you hated them. Like, you know, I, I, I try to be happy and you hate me. And, <laughs> and so I was like, so I, I didn't want to make anything for them. Right. So I took the opposite. Like I was like, you're going to make the stuff. You're going to publish it online. And when everybody hates your stuff, now you'll know what it feels <laughs> like. like that kind of thing. And, uh, and, and it changed their lives, right? Because when somebody other than the teacher got to read their stuff, it made a huge difference. 100%. Um, but like, I think back now, and if I was, you know, if, if I was still in the classroom, uh, or still as a tech integrator, I would be using Book Creator all the time, uh, to create things. And, and you're so right. There's, there's so many things out there that people are making that are amazing. Um, you know, from, uh, I'm working with a school right now that's, that's, um, making uh, bilingual books for their their parents um, who, awesome. who 
come into the district and and they say, you know what, uh, you know they don't they don't speak any English, so they have a tough time adjusting to uh, you know coming into the school. So we're going to make a book uh, in in Spanish for them, or in Chinese, or in whatever language they need uh, to to really help them. Um, you know, get used to the school and, and really understand where things are and what the processes are. Uh, lots of foreign language teachers making bilingual books, which I think is awesome because like when I, you know, when I was in Spanish, I don't, the only thing I think I remember from Spanish is like how to ask where the bathroom is. Right, right. And, and but if I had a teacher who would have made a book that was uh, Spanish on one side, English on the other, uh, I would have, I would have made those connections. It right. would have been a lot easier than just staring at a Spanish book, trying to figure out what these words meant. Right. Or memorizing uh, vocabulary. Yeah. I, I mean, I have, uh, I, I've had friends who are taking, um, you know, uh, classic literature and, um, color coding it so that if you, um, you know, if you, if it's in red, it happened in the past. If it's in green, it's happening in the, in the wow. future. If it's yellow, it's happening right now. Uh, color code characters. So you know who's talking, uh, at certain times. Um, following up, you know, the literature with videos, uh, that, wow, that, right. really yeah. that, that understanding. Uh, I mean, those things would have helped me tremendously when I was in school. So there's a lot of teachers doing that. Uh, a lot of teachers, you know, I mean, even when I was in a classroom, I'd look at a reading series or something and say, this is not what my kids are like. Like they, right. these kids don't understand what a farm living is. Like this is not their life. You know, we live in a city or, you know, uh, you know, and, and, and so being able to create books that are, that have them as characters or that have oh, their wow, own yeah. neighborhoods as, as situations uh, is really meaningful to them. And we can take that learning and just put it in their world and it, right. and it helps them. Um, gosh, I'm, I mean, I'm seeing teachers use it for yearbooks. Yep. Uh, I've seen teachers use it for, um, with this, this whole remote learning and COVID thing that's going on. Right. Um, I've seen teachers use it as their actual lessons. So teachers are making, uh, books that, you know, on Sunday night, they send out a link to the parents and say, you know, have your kid log into book creator. I've got this week's lesson. And so, uh, they, they're basically turning book creator into a, uh, like an interactive workbook for the week. Wow. So you've got these kids, they find the book, they make a copy. And then once they make that copy, they can edit that book. And so, uh, you open it up on page one, it says Monday, read the story, listen to the story. Uh, here's the grammar section using the pen tool, draw lines from the words that are synonyms with each other. Um, and then you flip the page and it's math and then flip the page and it's social studies. And so these kids are using all of those different features inside book creator to, um, you know, to really just enhance, uh, what they're, what they're getting in the classroom, you know, because we're not, some of us are not physically there. Right. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's, it's amazing. And I think what, what's, what's really amazing about book creator is, um, like how simple it is. Yeah. Because it's, it's literally two buttons, right. you know, the plus button and the inspector and that, and that's it. And I have, you know, kids from kindergarten all the way on up making books. My, my one son, you know, my son, he was uh, four when he made his first book, you know, um, you know, my daughter is six and my other daughter is three. And, um, you know, we're using it to, to do, um, you know, learning in the house, you know, while we're doing it. And it, same activity, but differentiated between three different age levels, right. uh, all in book creator. Um, but as simple as it is, you can make it as complex looking uh, right. as you want. And if you look at our uh, resource page and you look at some of the books that are in there, they're phenomenal. Yeah. And uh, the, I remember the, um, I think it was the emoji book. Uh, yeah. I remember looking at the emoji book and I was like, this 
is unbelievable. And I remember then texting um, our marketing guy, Dan Kemp. And I was like, there's, how did, how did Gavin, like one of our, you know, designers, I was like, how did he make this? I was like, this is like, we can't put this out there. Like, there's no way he made that in, in book creator because, and he, and Dan's like, Oh, he did. And so like, I, I got on there and, and started talking to Gavin and I was like, well, how did you, how did you get, how did you get that? Like, I don't understand. He's like, Oh, I just used the pen tool and I just made it really tiny. And I replicated that line 12,000 times to make a border or something, you know? And I was like, so like that whole book was made in book creator, which is great. Like right, I yeah, believe yeah. it, but I was just like, how Long do you do away, that? Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm just amazed at what, what people can do. Teachers and students can do with something that's so simple, but super, super powerful. Yeah. And I love, I think one of the things I, I loved, well, first of all, the videos that you did for the certification process, I thought were, were awesome. You know, and the, the one thing I liked about them was that, they weren't like super edited. They weren't like it, it wasn't bells and whistles and fade ins and fade outs and music playing over the background. It was just like I looked at it, I was like, all right, cool. This is just a regular guy teaching me how to use Book Creator. Yep. I was like, this, I, I can do this. You, you know, it was cool. Uh, I had, I have to, so here's a little background funny about the, the certification program. So, um, w- one thing is that people are, are, have kind of made a game out of it because now they're like, what does John's hair look like? <laughs> does he have facial hair or what shirt is he wearing? Right. Like that becomes the game because everyone's a little bit different, you know? Right. So you watch the first video and I've got my short hair and it's a little bit spiky. The second video, which should be in the same time frame, was probably done two months later. And I've got like long hair and a beard. And, and so people are laughing at that. That, that was one. Um, but the other thing that was funny is that, um, yeah, uh, Dan Kemp said the same thing to me when I started sending him videos. He was just like, like, how many times did you do that? And I was like, once? Like, like, here it is. This is, it's just me. I'm going to, I'm going to talk. Um, but there was one, there was one video I had to, I had to giggle. Uh, because Dan, he he sent me a message back, and he's like, he's like, content's great, content's great with the video. He's like, I don't, I don't want you to get this, take this the wrong way. He goes, but you don't seem right. He's like, <laughs> you seemed, I don't know. He's like, you seem kind of tired. You just weren't your normal self. Like he's like, we can't put that video in with the rest of them. He's like, do you think you could like redo it? <laughs> and I was like, I sent him a message, and I was like, yes, I can redo that video. And I said, I just want you to know the reason that I was tired. Is because I made that video at four thirty in the morning, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, why would you do that? And I was like, because I have three kids. Right. I was like, if you want a quiet video, it gets done at three at four thirty in the morning. Right. So. The background's either a closed closet or <laughs> it might yep. be in the morning. Exactly. So we, you know what we did? We had a blast putting together that uh, credential program. Uh, teachers love it. We've actually just uh, just the other day uh, we had over four thousand teachers have already completed it. Um, the one thing that was even cooler is we have a school district, uh, Kansas City Public Schools, uh, tweeted out that they have 300 book creator and, uh, certified educators in, or certified authors in just like under a month. Like wow. when the first, when it came out within that first month, they had 300 of their teachers already complete it. Um, and so I'm using that now as a challenge. Like every school that I talk right, to, yeah, like, yeah. see if you can beat them. Um, so yeah, we've had some, 
a uh, lot of success with that. Teachers love it, and they're already asking for you know version two. Like, That's what I, I was like. What second second level certification got to be coming soon? <laughs> it's it's coming. Uh, I wish it was coming a little bit sooner. Um, but so the the bad news is it's probably not going to come until twenty twenty one. It's it's mostly done. Um, but what was interesting was you know we had all these different options. So we have this program. Uh, this, these videos and the quiz and, you know, how do we house that? And so for a while we were like, well, we'll just house it in another, another tool, right? Another thing. And after a while we were like, well, that doesn't make any sense. You know, like it, we want it to look like book creator. We want it to feel right. like book creator. And so we, we ended up building our own system from scratch and wow. putting it into the teacher dashboard. So it took a while. Um, and so level two is, is ready in terms of like video and content. Um, but we have, uh, fortunately for everybody, we have a lot more things that are more important right now, uh, like features and requests and things like that that everybody wants. And those are coming out sooner. So uh, that's all I can say. But there's a lot of good stuff coming that's going to make you forget about level two for a little while. Hey, that's that's fine. I'm I'm good with that. Uh, I said, hey, I don't know that I would release anything in 2020. Like, just push that thing off because who knows? It it has been a year. I tell you what. (laughs) You know, I look back and I just think like, man, remember there were like big forest wildfires in Australia. And we thought that was like the the craziest thing happening or the Amazon was burning. I was like, it was, I mean, it's a big deal, but it was nothing compared to what was coming down the line. <laughs> I, it, it, uh, you know, as a tech integrator, uh, you know, and I'm looking at my bingo card of things that are going to move teachers in a different direction. I had no you know, <laughs> pandemic was not on my bingo card. Uh, so I was, I was, I was just like, who would have thought, right? Yeah. A pandemic is going to get teachers into technology. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was crazy. And I, I think back, like I was, I was, uh, at a golf course today getting fitted for some clubs and, and I was talking to the pro afterwards and, and he's like, yeah, he's like, I was, went out to California in March and, and I almost didn't make it home. And I was like, yeah, March. Oh, March. I was like, right. that was so long ago. Right. But it feels like yesterday. Yeah. It's, it's wild. No. Uh, so got off on a little bit of a tangent, but <laughs> the the one thing I wanted to, I was kind of going back to was in the videos when you talked about like all the the they're little but have a big impact the accessibility features you know mm, like yeah. and now I understand the dyslexic font like and, and what I love about it as a teacher and I'm a, you know like I said I'm a technology teacher third grade to eighth grade and I do everything from video editing and audio editing to 3D printing and design to engineering to, you know, kind of run the whole gamut, coding, introduce kids to everything. But I love being able to just have the conversation with the kids of when they're creating a story. Would you like everybody to be able to read this? Would you like everybody to be, and and then talk about, let's look at the dyslexic font. Let's look at the voice recordings of, you know, what you put in there. Look at the picture you put in there. You can actually tell it what to tell the person who can't see it. Like it just, it opens up such a world and such a discussion around empathy and compassion. And it's so awesome. Yeah. It really is. And it's one of those things too, where, you know, if we're, if we're being real about it, you know, when I, when I started making books with kids, that wasn't something I thought about. Uh, you know, I was like, we're just making books. Like that was, that was kind of it. 
Um, and the more, the more I learn about accessibility, the more I expose myself and the teachers that I work with and kids, the more it does. It makes sense because, you, you know, you want your books to be out there to the most people possible. And that means everyone. And so you need to make your books for everyone. Uh, you know, I have my own kind of like accessibility moment, uh, actually. So I was on hold with the, the uh, cable company. You know, I was trying to cancel my cable service. And, um, like I had the phone up and I was listening to the music in the background. And all of a sudden, this blood curdling screech goes shooting through the phone, like straight into my ear. It's like the loudest thing I'd ever heard. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And, and like my ear was ringing. I finished the phone call. And as the night went on, my hearing progressively got worse and worse and worse until it was gone. Like oh I lost God. hearing in my ear completely for almost 15 hours. And it was just so weird. Like I'm laying in bed on the bad ear and or on my good ear. And my wife's like talking to me. I had no idea she was talking to me. And wow. she's like, she's like tapping me. She's like, are you, a, hello? Are you, are you there? Are you, I was right. like, oh, I'm sorry, hear you. And um, so like it was bad. And, but like I had that, that moment where I was like, oh my gosh, this could happen to anybody at any time. Yep. And if this, if this was me, a good portion of the books that I have made would be useless because like all of the audio buttons, I couldn't hear all the video. I couldn't, you know, and it, it, it scared me for a minute. Like I was like, wow, I need to really start thinking about this for others. And, right. uh, and, uh, yeah. So, I mean, luckily it came back, the hearing came back, everything was fine. But I do, when I make videos now, you think about the closed captioning, when right. I, you know, when you make an audio button, you think about the transcripts, um, you know, photos, like you said, there's so many options in there. It's really amazing. Yeah. It's, it, it, I, I just, like I said, I, I love being able to have that discussion with the kids uh, as to, you know, why just, just even the why, you, you know, about it and just gives them pause for thinking. Yep. Um, and so with, so can you talk a little bit about how teachers use book creator in the classroom for their students? Like, you know, what are some, ideas and how does it even go about like the library and, and that kind of stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and this is where I always, always tease. And I said this in a staff meeting the other day and everybody you can see their faces. They were like, wait, what? Um, and I, I think this is where I say like the worst thing about our company is our name. Um, because usually when you say books, that's when like the math and science teachers are like, peace out. Right, we don't, right. we don't do books, right? We do math and science. Um, so I think the easy one with Book Creator, you know, teachers use it to make books with their kids. You know, we make narratives or we tell stories or we make graphic novels or, or things like that. But there are so many other things that you can do uh, with Book Creator. Um, the other thing that I, I, I'm seeing a lot of teachers right now uh, with their students and having them make things, digital portfolios. Um, you know, teachers are making libraries for every kid and then every kid then goes into their own library and starts making uh, a book that documents their learning throughout the school year. Um, you know, one of the things that I did with my kids, um, they would always complain to me about like the math textbook, you know, or whatever they hated it. And, and I was like, well, then put your money where your mouth is. Like, I mean, if you think you can do better than a multi-million dollar math company, then do it. Like make your own math textbook, you know, and the kids are like, uh, wait, okay. You know, so, <laughs> you know, we've got kids doing that kind of stuff, making textbooks. We've got, um, kids making, you know, family albums. Um, just the other day, I mean, on a simple level, my, my own three children, I had seven webinars, I think back to back to back with like a minute between each one. And I needed something to like keep them busy. Right. 
And so I just said to him, I said, grab an iPad, um, you know, grab book creator. And I said, I want you to go around the house and take pictures of five things that you think are interesting. And I want you to write a sentence about each one. So my son, who's 10, had no problem, right? He could do that. Uh, so he takes pictures, writes his sentences. My uh, young, my middle one, six years old, um, she has a little trouble spelling, a little trouble writing sentences. So she would take the, the pictures, put them in the book creator, and then use the speech to text option. And she would just talk to, talk to the page and, and have it write its sentence. And then my uh, youngest, who's three can't spell. Um, you know, she can speak, but sometimes it's a little mumbled, you know, as she's talking and she's still, you know, learning. So she would take the pictures, put them into book creator, and then she would use the audio record button and just record her voice. So that way I could hear the voice, but maybe, you know, the, the, uh, speech to text couldn't quite pick it up, but at least I know what she's saying. So, I mean, there's so many different things, um, you know, solving problems, telling you how you get there, uh, teachers with kids making social stories, you know, how to, how to be appropriate in certain situations. Um, you know, we've got global collaboration projects that we've done for years that, uh, that teachers and kids are joining and telling their stories. Um, it is so many, just so many options out there that, uh, I really love seeing all the, the different creativity that, that students and teachers come up with. Yeah. I mean, and I, I just, this year introduced it. Um, I had, I kind of heard about it and didn't didn't really know too much about Book Creator. And, and then this year, I was like, I'm going full on. And what I did was <clears throat> I gave it to my eighth graders. And I said, I want you guys to be – and I gave them choices, but Book Creator was one, to be content creators. Cre- you know, we consume an enormous amount of content. I want you to start to put stuff out there. And it was pretty much an open project. And I have – one student who you know may not be the like top of the class, but he's writing a how-to guide for Madden 2021, uh, and I'm looking at him saying to him, "Where are you getting the information? Because like it's so well done, so well put together. His cover's awesome." And he said, "What do you mean? Where am I getting it?" He's like, "I'm thinking about it and I'm writing it down. I'm putting it together, but it's so well organized." It's just, it's just an amazing feat for, you know, this, this student who may struggle in like language arts, but man, you gave him and gave him the freedom and he just, he ran with it. Well, and I think some of it too has to do with uh, like the package itself. I mean, you say to a kid, you know, if if we've got two options, right, you're going to make a a presentation, whatever that might look like, or you're going to be an author and you're going to make a book. I mean, those are two, two totally different conversations. Uh, you say presentation, everybody's brain goes into a certain mode, right? Bullet points, right. Uh, you know, boring pictures, you know, whatever. But when you say you're going to make a manual or you're going to make a book for somebody, um, it does. It changes things. Um, you know, we, something similar to that, we had a, a group of high school students uh, that were in a, a, a media class, a graphic arts media type class uh, that would make uh, – they wrote and designed their own children's books for other kids. That's awesome. And so – you know, it's 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 really cool because as, as you're learning all that, that stuff, you're making something that's actually going to benefit somebody else. Right. It's not just going in a trash can. It's not going to your on your just on your refrigerator or whatever. It's it's going to benefit kids for years to come. Yeah, and I think that ability to share it out globally makes such a difference. When when you know there's a global audience looking at it, it, it just changes your whole perspective about doing the project. Well, I, I mean, it's kind of like you know. It, it, 
teachers and I mean, still me, I don't even get, I don't even understand YouTube, right? Like, I mean, there's people out there just making billions of dollars making right. videos and stuff like that on YouTube. And it makes me mad because I don't like, what, what, what's my billion dollar video? Right. right. Um, and, and, but, but it doesn't even matter like on YouTube to some degree, whether it's a good comment or a bad comment, it's a comment and right. kids like the comments. Yep. And so it's the same thing with publishing a book online. You know, it doesn't really matter who comments or what they say, you get a comment, the kids like it. If it's a good comment, then great. If it's a bad comment, you know, normally if I'm a teacher and I say to somebody, look, this, this writing is not good. You need to redo it. They're like, whatever. Like right. they're not happy about it. But if, if, if somebody from around the world says, Hey, you know what? You got some information on page seven. That's not correct. Um, they want to fix it. Right. They want to. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's amazing. Um, yeah. It's, it's just an awesome tool. And I, I, I really hope a lot of the listeners, you know, jump onto it. I think it's it's easy and honestly, like where we are with hybrid, remote, in person, whatever it is, like now is the time to try something out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I mean Yeah. It's it's you know, yeah, there's there's no there's no there's no fear now, right? right. I mean it's like, well, we don't know what we're doing, so I'll try something new, right. and I can't. And nobody knows what they're doing, so you know, just just throw something out there and give it a shot with the kids. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, where can people, if people want to get in contact or follow Book Creator or even yourself, um, you know, I saw you, you're you're pretty pretty high up there on Twitter. You got what, like eleven thousand <laughs> followers for yourself. Yeah, yeah, that kind of blew up out of nowhere too. So that was kind of neat to see. Um, yeah, I, I always teach when I teach people. I teach a graduate class, and when I teach people about Twitter, uh, you know, I'm like, this, these are, you know, I'm following this many people, and people are like, that's crazy. And I was like, well, I think they might have something interesting to say, so I, I follow people so I can learn something. And I was like, and these are all the people that are following me, and like, you start seeing the hands go up. Like, wait a minute, time out. And I was like, I, look, I don't know why these eleven thousand people think I have something important to say. <laughs> I was like, but they do. So I was like, Let, let's move beyond that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was kind of interesting because I remember in the early stages of me being on Twitter, I remember getting to uh, following two thousand people, and I found two thousand one, and I was like, ooh, I gotta follow this person. And I went to follow, it and it wouldn't let me. And I was like, I was like, why? I was like, why can't I follow two thousand and one? And and it was because the algorithm basically was like, look, you're following too many people, and nobody cares about you. So like you have to bump that number up. Like you, I you, didn't even realize that. That's crazy. It was like you need more followers before you can follow more people because it, like the gap was like too much. And so like I started like flushing people and finding new people and then like eventually like my numbers started going up and I was like, "Ooh, I can do 2002 now?" Yes. <laughs> I can follow 3000 people. Awesome. And like so like the higher your number goes, the higher you can follow and I was like, well, "That's kind of cool." Yeah. Um but uh, yeah, it, it's crazy. So yes, you can you can follow me on Twitter, uh, the iPod Teacher. Um, everybody keeps asking me like, why don't you become like like Mr. Book Creator or or something? I was like, oh, I'm old school, right? I got to go old school, the iPod Teacher. Um, <laughs> and I think I'm afraid like if I change my name, people will forget who I am. So um, so I have to I keep it that way. Uh, but yeah, um, they can also email me, John Smith, J O N Smith at BookCreator dot com. Um, you know, and I'm happy to. 
always t- talk about books, um, you know, sales, anything like that. So if anybody's interested, we can certainly talk that way. Um, and our website is a great place. Bookcreator.com uh, is a is a great place to for tons of resources, links to future webinars that we hold. Um, I have a webinar. Actually, I have a webinar in an hour and a half here. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about like the hidden things of Book Creator that people may not even know about. Ooh. So uh, it's a, it's kind of fun. I always tease people and say that, you know, they're like, oh, these are amazing features. And I was like, aren't these really cool? Like, nobody knows about these. This is awesome. Uh, I learned them from a second grader. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I was like, I'm not lying. Uh, I've been working for Book Creator for a couple of years. I've used it for eight years. And I learned this new feature from a second grader. Um, and, and, and they just start giggling. But it's so true. There's just, you know, kids will figure things out. And right. I learn new things from them. Um, now, are yeah, those but, webinars recorded where people can watch them on demand? Yeah, so we have a lot of them on our YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, so if you go to YouTube and search Book Creator, you'll see our channel and lots of videos there. Um, and then, uh, you know, right now we're, we're slowing things down a little bit. Teachers are back in school, right. so uh, they don't have time to sit and watch as many webinars as they did, uh, you know, during the virus thing. Uh, I think like April and May, I think I did 60, 60, 65 webinars oh each month. Um, so, I mean, it was insane how many webinars we were doing to help teachers out and it was great. Um, but now we've got a lot of those that are recorded and now we're, we've got some different ones, you know, a couple times a week, um, you know, just to keep things fresh. And yeah, this one is one of my favorites. And then, uh, actually next week we have a new one, uh, new perspectives. So we're actually showing what book creator looks like from a student view. Cause we get that question a lot, right. um, cause teachers don't normally just float around in the student view. Um, and so we're going to talk about that. So yeah, lots of good things on our website. Um, the teacher dashboard in the account itself is a great place for ideas. Uh, if you don't have a book creator account and you want to try it out, app, app.bookcreator.com. Uh, you can sign up for a free account there and, and just start playing with it. Right. And it is how many books you get? What? 40 books for free? Uh, 40 books, uh, in one, one library. library. Yeah. You do a lot of damage with 40 books. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah and you can. You can swap books out, right? Like you can delete a book and, yep, and it'll, abs- you know, that'll come back to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That is pretty awesome. Um, and then there are paid versions as well, right? Like you can get 80 yeah, books uh, and then up to what? A thousand? Yes. Yeah, so the, the next plan up is 180 books, right. uh, $60 uh, per year. And then you get a thousand books for $120 per year. That's a uh, and then if you are interested in like school stuff, uh, then we do offer discounts. If you buy more than five licenses as a school, we start offering discounts and, and they, they, um, you know, pile up pretty good. So, a uh, lot of opportunities out there. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, well, I, I really, like I said, I appreciate you jumping on. Uh, I know three kids, 10 to three, you're a busy man. <laughs> they, they, it, well, and I'll tell you what, they, they, um, my daughter, she's had some health issues in the, in the last year and a half. And, uh, my son is a, he's an anxious little kid. Uh, so when the whole virus thing hit, uh, the thought of going back to school was frightening for, for them, you know? And so they're actually home, uh, all day. So my wife, uh, she, te- she's the guidance counselor at the school my kids would go to. And so they're home, you know, all day long with me while I'm trying to do uh, all of this. And I, I, I tease because, uh, when I first started working with Book Creator, it took me, it took me about six months, uh, to get used to being home by myself. Like, right. I mean, it was, it was weird, right? Like it was just, it was me and the dog over there. And I'm like, <laughs> um, like 
should I eat lunch now? Right, or, right. Is anybody going to tell me I can eat lunch? <laughs> like, do, yeah. Do I have to put on something other than shorts? Like, <laughs> I, it's like I, don't, I don't know. Like, this is weird to me. And so, like, around January, I got used to it. And I was like, all right, I'm in a groove. You know, like, I know when to work out. And I know when to do emails and webinars. And I'm good. And then the virus hits. And I'm like, <laughs> and now I've got three kids and a wife home with me all day. Like, this is different, right? Like, and so... It, it took some getting used to, um, but now uh, my wife, I, I, I gave her a lot of credit um, because she does. She puts together daily schedules for the kids, and wow, that's awesome. and they follow them every day, and they and 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 they love it, and they they're really enjoying it, and they're learning a lot. So I got to give them credit. But like every once in a while, you know, it's like the only hour of the day that I need some quiet. Like that's when that's when it all breaks. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but it's, it's been good and, uh, yeah, so, I'm yeah. enjoying it. Uh, well, I'm glad. And, and I hope your, your daughter's, uh, you know, health concerns get better and things. Yeah. yeah thank you. Yeah. They, they've been getting better, but, uh, you know, again, it's one of those things you err on the side of caution at oh, this point. Just, 100%. Uh, yeah. Stay safe. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, again, appreciate it. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you having me and thanks everybody out there and for listening and, Give good, uh, give book creator a good shot. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I 100% recommend it. Uh, and it doesn't matter, like you said, what subject matter you teach, you can yep. find something to do with book creator. Absolutely. Teacher nerds, teacher nerds, knocking on your door. Open up, let's take your teaching further than before. Give it a try, don't be shy, there's nothing there to lose. Worst thing that happens, kids get pain on their shoes. We're talking teacher nerds, I'm talking teacher nerds. Thanks for listening to the Teacher Nerds Podcast. Keep up with every new episode by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, or anywhere you listen. Remember to visit TeacherNerds.com, and that's nerds with a Z. Follow us on Twitter at TeacherNerds and on Instagram at TeacherNerds Podcast. And thank you for being one of the Teacher Nerds.